Hello, friends. It is hockey playoff season across the AHL and NHL, and uh, the Manitoba Moose are looking to stave off elimination against the Milwaukee Admirals at home. Just like the Moose, there were some NHL teams really fighting for their playoff lives. We'll talk about what has happened in this crazy night of NHL action, all coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. We've got audio and video versions of this podcast readily available for you every day so you can watch us at home, uh, on the go, or if you just want to hear my voice, we've got that available for you as well. On tonight's episode, I thought it would be fun to take a look at uh, a lot of the playoff action. Obviously, this is kind of our focus for the next few weeks. Um, We've already been talking about some of the playoff action from around the league over the past several days, and we have yet another crazy day. And this one for a lot of folks was probably... uh, I would say one of the more hotly anticipated days because we had three playoff series and for the most part, all of them are really on a a razor's edge. This is like the game five that for many series can be the deciding one when it comes to um, propelling one of these teams onto a a conference final or something. Uh, In this case, it would be the semis. So yeah, really big games. But, uh, you know, in terms of like jet stuff, right? Obviously, the, the big thing for Winnipeg right now is kind of cheering on the Manitoba Moose. Um, And the Moose have had a really rough playoff go. You know, despite having uh, one of the better records out there in the AHL and a team that has been, generally speaking, quite good throughout the regular season, uh, obviously the past couple of games in the ad series hasn't really gone according to plan. Uh, One of the biggest issues was that the Moose just can't score. As much as Manitoba has created off the rush and around the slot area, and from around the net, it hasn't really manifested in actual finishes. Um, you know, I think the Moose right now, they just lack high-end goal-scoring skill, which is kind of a major issue. You know, the, the Moose can get into good positions, but they're sort of built with, like, a lot of players who would probably be uh, more comfortably, like, third or fourth liners, right? A lot of bang and crash types, not a lot of high-end elite skill like a Perfetti type. So, uh You know, the ads haven't exactly been great themselves, but I think that they have capitalized on the opportunities that, you know, the Moose have kind of served up. The first two games, you know, Manitoba, I I thought was okay, but certainly special teams not great. And there were some individual mistakes from defensive pairings that were just really poorly put together. And those pairings have remained an issue for most of the postseason. Now, in tonight's game, Uh, This will actually have been last night's game if you're listening to this on Thursday morning. Uh, This one was probably the first time that the Moose finally started to break through. Uh, You know, the first period didn't really give 
a lot of great vibes. It took a while for things to start heating up. And I mean, like Manitoba was certainly generating a lot of shots and stuff, but in terms of actually scoring goals, yeah, didn't happen. And then, you know, Milwaukee ended up scoring first. That was obviously disheartening. And then Heinola had a really rough sequence where he got stripped from behind and it turned into a goal against. Suddenly you started feeling like, oh boy, you know, here we go again. This is a game in which if the Moose were to lose, they would be swept out of the postseason. And frankly, I don't think that that would have been viewed as particularly acceptable for the org. Not that, you know, the Moose are are looking to really make a deep, deep run here. But I think given the, the playoff field and who they can face and, and the, the fact that the Moose are actually pretty decent and maybe, I don't know if this is entirely possible, but maybe they could get some injury reinforcements if guys get healthy enough. Uh, I, I think that they were just really looking for a chance to stay in this and prove that they, they deserve to belong. And in this respect, you know, the Moose, they finally showed up. They scored five goals, which is obviously very big. But you kind of notice one of the biggest issues with the offense is that so much of it is driven from the back end. It's kind of like uh, a less talented version of the Nashville Predators a few years ago. Uh, unlike the Preds, though, you know, the Moose have a few too many depth players maybe punching above their weight. And so, you know, the Moose are really, they're putting on a good fight. They're putting on a good show. But, you know, once the series goes back to Milwaukee, I don't know if the Moose have enough firepower to make it through. I think that they've done a a great job of at least scratching out one game and ensuring it's not a sweep. But, you know, two more wins might be a little bit daunting, a little bit much to ask for, especially if guys like Gavanki, Heinola, Chisholm, and the rest aren't scoring. Because the forwards right now, they aren't really contributing a lot offensively either. Speaking of Chisholm, uh, he's been getting a lot of buzz recently as maybe one of Winnipeg's fastest rising defensive prospects. Um, I do believe he is starting to gain recognition because of his offensive exploits. If you actually watch him and track what he does defensively, not so great, but what you're really exchanging for is just high octane offense and constant puck possession. If you put him up the ice with uh, any sort of control and space, Chisholm is a monster. He understands how to attack the slot. He's got great perimeter control. I would say that he's like a really fast-paced, even more skilled version of Neil Pionk. So if you liked Pionk's game when he first arrived to the Jets, um, well, maybe not first arrived, but certainly uh, the the season after where he really started to put two and two together, you're going to love Chisholm. I think he has uh, some of the similar traits. He's got a great shot great vision. His passing is on point, great lateral edge work. Um, And offensively, he's just a really smart, instinctual player. He's got a great feeling for the game, great feeling for space. And I think as he continues to develop his game at the pro level, he's going to become a a menace. And I think Winnipeg would be um, very much remiss if they don't give him a shot sooner rather than later. He's had a couple of games here and there, but obviously not full-time or anything. Uh, He probably will have to have a really smart defensive partner, Uh, maybe like a DeMello type to give him that extra security blanket, but get him up the ice, cut him loose, give him some shelter minutes. And I think you will be very happy, especially if you put him on the power play. I think he can do a ton of damage there. And he's already showing that um, offensively speaking, he's got all the tools he needs. It's just making sure that he can round out some of his other parts of his game into a more complete defender. But uh, obviously we're going to keep tracking him throughout this playoff run. He's been super exciting. This Moose team has a chance to maybe come back in this series and try for the reverse sweep. Let's hope that they pull it off 
and give us a little bit more Manitoba hockey. Uh, for now, though, that is going to be all the news that we have on the Jets and Moose. We'll keep uh, following up on the coaching staff changes, as well as Winnipeg's 14th overall pick and who the Jets might draft in a couple of weeks. But uh, it's now time to transition towards actual NHL hockey and talk about some of the playoff series that are currently ongoing. Before we go any further, though, do want to shout out one of our awesome, awesome sponsors that I really think you should be checking out. Uh, you know, if you're, you're really interested, you know, our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking, taking AG1 because I was looking for an energy boost and to really strengthen my immune system. Right now, more than ever, you know, we're fighting off a lot of different viruses and bacterial agents. Obviously, COVID is still a thing. And so, you know, we need something that's convenient, a one-stop shop source for really boosting and strengthening your body's defense network. And that's why Athletic Greens has AG1. If you're wondering what this stuff is, it's a powder that you do one scoop of, you mix it with water, and you drink it, and you're going to get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, all built to help you sustain your intern, internal uh, body network and really give you all sorts of benefits. Now, if you're wondering, you know, is this stuff tasty? Yes, it's actually pretty darn good. And more importantly, for all of you with like dietary restrictions or specific dietary plans like keto, paleo, vegan, what have you, AG1 is perfect for you. It's it's dairy-free, gluten-free, so you don't have to worry about that. There's almost no nasty chemicals or artificial flavorings and stuff to ruin your day. Um, and it's only got it's only got less than one gram of sugar, so it's really healthy for you. I, again, I think it's great, and what's really awesome about it is it costs less than $3 a day to help fortify and invest in your mental and, and health and physical health. So really, you can't go wrong. AG1 is awesome. And if you're really interested right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Again, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are uh, continuing our thoughts on, you know, some some fun times with the NHL playoffs. It's been pretty crazy. And uh, some teams right now are really fighting for their playoff fates. You know, uh, one or two squads out there facing elimination or have already been eliminated. Bye-bye, Nashville Predators. We're not going to be uh, too sorry to see you go. But, you know, Colorado certainly on the warpath. But in terms of teams that are really on the brink, you know, the New York Rangers, uh, Edmonton Oilers, these teams, they're kind of feeling backed in the corner. Now, before we give you some updates from the most recent slate of games, again, I just wanted to say thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. While you're at it, though, I really recommend that you check out Locked On Now. You know, this is a really great time for you to get like super condensed bite-sized chunks and takeaways of all of the most important game recaps, team news, updates, trades, rumors, what have you. Our host of local experts give you the most important takeaways for every major event surrounding your favorite team, all brought to you with Locked On Now. Locked On Now is on your favorite podcasting platform, and just like Locked On Jets, you can subscribe to it for free 
We really love and appreciate your support, and it'll help keep you in the loop on your favorite teams and really the entire league itself. So you have no reason not to give Locked On Now a follow and a subscription right now. Back to uh, the NHL playoffs. Obviously, you've probably watched a few of the games. We're going to start off with um, one of the really important ones for the Metro Division. This one was Pittsburgh versus New York. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, it kind of feels like is one of those teams that's destined for greatness. Uh, The Pens have found ways to work around a lot of injuries, a lot of roster deficiencies, uh, and some really crazy emergencies in the middle of games. At some point, you do feel that that luck will run out and that ability for, for Mike Sullivan to improvise will kind of reach a point at which you can't yield anything more. And I don't know that that's really on Sullivan so much as it is just the reality of the situation. And yet here they were coming into New York with a two uh, a two two split right now, um, or actually a three two split uh, on the verge of potentially or three one split uh, on the verge of potentially eliminating eliminating the New York Rangers. Really good opportunity to get four wins. Four out of five would have been crazy, right? Uh, this Pittsburgh team with Louis Domingue net. I think Domingue is what the third or fourth string goalie. Um, Dumoulin, I don't recall if he was in this game, but you know the Rangers. They started off a bit slow. Things were looking pretty dire. And when I last saw the game and, and actually had briefly switched to uh, Washington, Florida, it was still like 2 nothing Pittsburgh. And then all of a sudden, the Rangers ended up rallying back. A couple of really bad mistakes from what I was able to catch uh, from the Pittsburgh defense and some of the forwards. And the Rangers capitalized, which is something that in the past, you know, they've had trouble doing. This time, though, they ended up getting the go-ahead goals they started to storm back and they had a massive win that I don't think is going to change the series outcome. You know, generally speaking, the Rangers were still getting outplayed in a lot of areas. And I feel like Pittsburgh is probably going to clean up some of those mistakes. So if they're banking on being able to do this again, I would not really put a lot of faith in that. Now, the Rangers are probably hoping to try and push for seven. If it gets to a game seven, they'll have home ice advantage. And uh, New York, with their own fans behind them, maybe they could squeeze out a major result and pull off what honestly for me would be a series upset. I know that sounds crazy because I think most of the odds makers probably had the Rangers favored. But if you've ever watched Pittsburgh, if you've ever seen what they do and how they work around uh, the issues that plague their team, you know you can't really bet against them. They're just too darn good, and they've been so good for years. Sullivan, for me, again, top like three coach, maybe even the best overall, right alongside John Cooper. Uh, You can make all sorts of arguments, but I really feel like not many coaches have managed to pull off more with less. You know, he's had Crosby and Gino and some of these fantastic players, but also a lot of those guys get injured very frequently and for long stretches, and yet they continually find ways back into the postseason, and you're already seeing them very nearly on the verge of taking out the Rangers in round one. So, this Pittsburgh team, man, I, I always feel like they're special every time they make it. Uh, I, I watch them down the caps year after year. Very painful uh, observations, I have to say. But, you know, the Rangers, they've only got one chance to make this right, and I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. They haven't been good. Uh, you know, their goal scorers have kind of gone silent at really bad times. And if they're not, you know, capitalizing on really bad mistakes from the Pens, you know, they're usually not generating a ton offensively to get things going. So yeah, 
The Rangers, they're still in trouble, but at least they have managed to force a game six, and uh, they're going to really hope that they can maybe get a better result out of it and go for, if at all possible, a game seven. Now, there were two other games that happened tonight, uh, Dallas versus Calgary and Washington versus Florida. We'll talk about those results in just a little bit, but before we go any further, just wanted to shout out our wonderful partners at BetOnline. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You'll be able to find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, uh, any UFC fights, and even next season's NLF futures. No matter what you're into, uh, we've got all the great coverage you want. You've got football, hockey, uh, college sports, even horse racing. You know, the Kentucky Derby just occurred, and BetOnline had coverage for all of the predictions as well. So no matter what you're into, even if you're not into sports, they've got Vegas casino games. BetOnline really is more than just a betting site. It's also your source for all of the sporting news you could possibly handle. They've got sporting wagering information, uh, playoffs, esports, and so much more, all available right at your fingertips. So getting started really couldn't be easier. Just go to betonline.net to register for a free account and uh, learn about all of the latest action from around your favorite sports, or even do some investigation and maybe pick a new favorite for you to cast a few cheeky little bets on. BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. We are closing out tonight with some thoughts on the last couple of playoff series that occurred on Wednesday evening. Obviously, a little bit of a reduced schedule just because Colorado and Nashville are no longer playing. Um, Yay, no more Preds. Uh, Unless you're a Preds fan, sorry. (laughs) I can't imagine anyone listening is, but maybe you were bandwagoning them for Lord knows what reason. But... Uh, we had two other playoff series, and I guess for me, I'm probably bandwagoning the Caps because they're local. This game, though, would probably make a lot of Caps fans very upset. Washington held a 3 nothing lead after a very good first couple of, like, uh, I would say, period and a half performances. And then Florida started waking up and everything went to poo. Uh, the Caps just sort of collapsed. And we've seen this happen with Washington before, you know. They have a lead. They struggle to contain it, but I don't know that we've seen them collapse in such a a momentous manner against a team that they had a three nothing lead against. Uh, Pittsburgh is one of those teams that's been their boogeyman, but usually they still play the Pens pretty closely. The fact that Washington was the better team for half the game and then all of a sudden just sort of fell apart that has to be super disconcerting, very worrying. Um, I don't know if it was just defensive breakdowns constantly. Uh, because there was miscommunication or nerves or something. But the Caps started making all of these mistakes after the first goal was conceded. And yeah, you might expect them to sit a little deeper, not push as aggressively. But against the Panthers, you can't give Florida easy goal-scoring opportunities because they're going to take advantage and they will find a way to get past Samsonov and or Vanacek. So um, the Caps probably aren't thrilled with this result. I mean, I think... If you ask them at the start of the series, um, would you accept a a result where you are three, uh, you know, Florida leads three to two heading into game six? I think they would have said yes. Uh, Let's be real. The Caps probably weren't expecting to come out of the series looking all that great. And yet here they are. They're competing. They're they're pretty lockstep with this team, uh, barring the, the second half of this game. But in other games, the Caps have been dominant. So I do think that you know, the, the Caps still have a decent chance, but they're going to have to win game six at home. Um, 
And then game seven on the road. I mean, it's really hard to like those odds. I got to be honest. Uh, the Panthers, they, uh, they, they've made Florida a fortress for themselves. And so I, I just don't know if the caps can realistically pull the upset off, but if they do, if they somehow pull it off, all bets are off for the rest of the postseason. It's going to be a really fun ride. And, uh, the Panthers going out would certainly make the picture a lot more complicated in the East. Now, on the Western side, uh, the West has kind of been, I would say, the weaker of the two playoff conferences, and that's not surprising because that's where most of the weaker playoff matchups were to begin with. We have Calgary defeating Dallas 3-1. to one. Uh, This series has probably been, I, I wouldn't call it boring, but also it's very gritty, grindy, and defensively attuned, which if you don't like that sort of hockey, big heavy hockey, yeah, don't don't watch this. It's not that fun. Um, I know I said I'm, I was trying to be nice about it, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a little bit of a chore at times, and not for lack of trying. I think Calgary has been skating circles around the stars for the most part, but Jake Ottinger has just been too darn good. Um, you can have, you can kind of blame him for going full Connor Hellebuck, but uh, been a series in which the Flames just really struggled to capitalize on opportunities, and the Stars would punish them and squeeze out a few wins but finally calgary broke through in probably the most important game of the series they have now taken a three to two lead this is critical for them because uh if it goes to seven which it probably will because let's be real dallas is not going to allow them to win on the road um calgary is going to need the saddle dome to get really rowdy and uh, get really excited for what should be a pretty you know physical intense game seven now if if calgary just gets it done on the road well you don't even have to worry about that but i i I do think it's going to go the full distance i just feel like dallas has routinely found ways to try and mask their deficiencies and most of it comes down to ottinger just being amazing if they can actually get some depth scoring well maybe the arithmetic of the series changes a little bit but for now it's basically the ottinger show and uh, that dude can't score goals for the stars so Dallas is going to have to figure that stuff out sooner rather than later, because if Calgary starts finishing their chances, it's over. Um, But I'd be curious to know what you think about that series or any of the other ones I've mentioned. Uh, Tell me at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets, or if you're on YouTube, just drop a comment below. Tell me what you think about the playoffs as a whole. Are you excited with the matchups? Have you even been watching? Or um, are you still feeling a little bit of sour grapes and you're not wanting to tune in since the Jets aren't playing? If you are, I I totally get it, but I will say you're probably missing some pretty great action. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Uh, On on Friday's episode, we will have some thoughts on whatever playoff matchups occur on Thursday, give you some updates there, and uh, yeah, just keep on keeping on. I mean, it's going to be a pretty crazy sprint towards the finals. Um, I, I think the cup finals this year could be super unique and super interesting, so just really hoping for Team Chaos to give us a matchup we have yet to see. Um, But again, like I said, for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day, every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. From first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no one else. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So drop that like and subscription right now. And as always, thanks for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.